Hi everybody, it's good to be here this Sunday. I'm at the gym with John. That's kind of a new thing for me to be not number one at the radio station, but also to have John be able to join me every now and again, I'm certainly thankful for. Uh, this is Integrity Training Systems, Healthy Living with Integrity Training Systems. And today's podcast is going to be about not relaxing before or until the mission is complete. John, thanks for being here today. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. And for those of you that do not know who John is, uh, he is part owner at Integrity Training Systems as well as a personal trainer here. And John was my client, which is how I met him and how he started at Integrity uh, because he came to me uh, after having a heart attack and uh, needed to lose 100 pounds. So I worked with him on his nutrition. We helped him to lose 100 pounds and uh, then started to make him a big muscular monster that he is today. And, uh, <laughs> and we still you know, work out together and do nutrition, but now we run a business together as well. And this is a great topic because both John and I have been trying to run a business that we feel have been fueled by faith uh, for the past uh, three and a half years, going on four years in um, May, we'll be, uh, we will have had this Integrity location open. Integrity was in business many years prior to that, but John and I opened this particular location out here in Winghaven uh, four years ago. And so we kind of feel like it's our home base and uh, we're very thankful for the opportunity to have it. We truly feel led by God to do what we do here and we sincerely feel like it's been you know, a considerable battle uh, to keep things going the way we know God intends for them to go. Uh, it's a fallen world, so we're often combated with a lot that that wants to take us off of our game and take us off track. And faith has been really what's kind of kept us uh, in our in our, on our game and, and just staying focused so that we can really help the amount of people that we know God's intended for us to help. Um, I like Jocko Willink. He is someone that I listen to from a podcast perspective often. So we're going to read, you know, something from his book in a little bit. And uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about battle fatigue and, and what to do when you get battle fatigued. And that doesn't just mean, you know, we're not just talking about running a business and just in the, the very serious trials of life. We're even going to break that down to how you handle, you know, when you're trying to lose weight, when you're trying to improve your health or when you're working through goals and you start to just get a little bit fatigued and, and, and going through the process. These uh, podcasts are made possible by our sponsors, and one of our sponsors is O'Fallon Nutrition. They're located uh, right at the corner of Highway K and Mexico Road in O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, their website is O'FallonNutrition.com. If you are looking for supplements, vitamins, minerals, any type of grocery items that would be from a whole health perspective, uh, grass-fed beef, salad dressing, um, you know, tomato sauce, uh, seasoning for your food, essential oils oils, uh, different types of um, products that really are the, the types of thing that you're not going to find at the typical grocery store, at the typical Target or something like that. O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. We've been sending clients there for almost 15 years now and it's independently owned and operated. The owners are folks that come in and train with us and we really believe in what they do and they believe in what we do. I really never take on a sponsor unless it's a place that I actually buy my own products from. I have felt comfortable over the years sending all of my clients down there because the staff is so knowledgeable and I know they're going to end up going home with exactly what they need instead of something that a salesperson wanted to sell them. They are very strict about the products that they allow uh, the store to sell in terms of what can be in those products. If you're looking for supplements, I wouldn't just go to any old place. I would give O'Fallon Nutrition a try. If you are not in the O'Fallon area, make the drive. It's worth it. I have a client that drove from Festus and messaged me on the way home and said, wow, that was really worth going there. I'm so glad I did it. If there's a product that you would really like and you are too far away, maybe out of state and you're listening to this, O'Fallon Nutrition will ship. And uh, you know you can just kind of give them a call and try to figure out, do they have some of the products that you're looking for? If there's just questions about specific products or something that you're just not really sure of, something that you're dealing with, and you're hoping to line a product 
out with that, just give them a call. The number is 636-240-5283. And again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. We're very thankful for places like O'Fallon Nutrition because we've built a team you know, with them to where our clients can go and we know they can get what they need, which makes it to where their nutrition program becomes so much more successful. So in working with folks over the years, you know, coming on pretty close to being 20 years now, no matter what amount of weight I'm helping them lose or really what health goal I'm helping them to accomplish, battle fatigue is something that comes right almost about the same time every single time. And I've been following Jocko Willink. John, John gives me like the strangest looks. Like I'm trying to just talk into it and he's so weird. just giving me these really weird looks. That's my face. <laughs> Why do you always make fun of my face? <laughs> and so anyways, I just try not to laugh at the looks. But anyways, so what, what I try to do is try to gear a person up for that next round of challenge, you know, through what they're working through, whether that be through losing a hundred pounds or whether that be through trying to get off blood pressure medication or whatever <clears throat> the situation is. One of the people that I refer to often and that I almost always recommend this book to and also send podcasts out is Jocko Willink and that's J-O-C-K-O. And this particular book that I'm gonna have John read something out of is Discipline, uh, discipline equals freedom. It's a really quick, easy read, but it's the content of every two pages. I think of it like a daily devotional. The content of every two pages is just like, ah, it's exactly what you need to hear for that day. And in most cases, I only like take two pages on in a you day. You could read it like that as yeah, a devotional. Yeah, I just try to take it like two pages on in a day and I share it with some of my groups that I present to because it's such good information but we'll read this one and, and then talk a little bit about it. It's a really good one. I wish I could read it in his voice because his voice is cooler than mine, but oh, I'll, he does I'll a, give it my best cool shot here. Voice, but you have a good sounding voice too. Okay, this is uh, something he wrote entitled Until the End. Something I saw in combat that I later tried to train out of people was the tendency to relax once the primary objective of a mission was complete. I tried to train that out of them because you can't relax until the entire mission is complete. In training, we always attacked the platoons hard on their primary objective, but we always attacked them even harder after they left the main target, once the platoons were patrolling back to base when their minds had already gone home and quote-unquote turned off. That's when we would bring it to them, hit them from multiple angles with all kinds of mayhem, so they would develop the attitude and the muscle memory to keep going until the end. And even when they got back to base, we would retask them so they had to begin planning again. It wouldn't stop. That's the mentality I wanted to instill in them. It is never finished. You always have more to do. Another mission, another task, another goal. And the enemy is always watching, waiting, looking for that moment of weakness. Looking for you to exhale, set your weapon down, and close your eyes even just for a moment. And that's when they attack. So don't be finished. Be starting. Be alert. Be ready, be attacking, be relentless. Let the enemy stop, let the enemy rest, let the enemy finish. You, don't finish, don't stop, don't rest. Not until the enemy is completely destroyed. And even then, turn your focus inward on yourself and take the opportunity not to rest, but to make yourself better, faster, smarter, and stronger. Because with those goals, nothing is ever finished. A lot of times I find that in the middle of let's just use a hundred pound weight loss, for example, uh, right at about a 60 pound mark, people really start to get compliments on how well they're looking. They've had to buy a new set of clothing because nothing's fitting the same. Um, they're just starting to think, wow, I didn't know I could get this far. Like right. I didn't know this could get this A lot this of good. people set out on a journey of losing a hundred pounds thinking they're gonna lose maybe 20 because most have tried before and, and to some extent either failed or just never been able to achieve the level at which they wanted to. So that's a pretty big jump to 60 pounds. Right, and so I always find this place, and again, it doesn't have to just be a hundred pounds. It could be someone coming in wanting to lose 30 and when they're at about that 15 pound mark, where they hit a little bit of a relaxed speed. So let's say they come in to meet with me for five months and we're at about that three and a half month mark and they're really happy with how well they've been doing this far, right? And they've made some great changes. And then all of a sudden I have the conversation where I'm told they think they've hit a plateau. 
And so I always say, really, that's so strange. I wonder why it would have worked solid beautifully for three and a half months. And then just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it just came to a complete halt. What would you think would cause something like that to happen? And then finally, they'll start to admit where they became laxed, okay? And so it's like they became relaxed. They came in and for that three and a half months, just like Jocko said, they were relentless. They fought, they, they, they tore the enemy apart, right? That fat, that, that health issue they had, that was the enemy. They tore it apart. And then all of a sudden things started to improve a little bit and they thought, uh, I can get a little bit lax. And then finally the client will admit to me, well, I had a couple of these. Oh, I had a little bit of that. Well, I started adding this back into my coffee. Every afternoon at two o'clock I've been doing this. And it's kind of like, it, well, a little bit of that wouldn't cause this, right? It wouldn't cause me to just completely plateau. Right. Yes, it would. That's exactly what just happened. <laughs> and, and the problem is that the person's still working hard. It's not like right. you're not working hard anymore. It's not like you've given up and quit, which again is not what I think Jocko is saying. He's not saying that you've just completely given up on everything. He's saying that you've you've lightened up a little yeah. bit because you don't expect it to be as hard going forward because you've kind of already done the hard part. Yes. And just using the weight loss, for example, if you've lost 60 pounds, I'm here to tell you that the next 40 is not only as hard, it's actually harder. And the problem is your brain starts to tell you, like Debbie said, you know, or other people even start to tell you how good you look and they start to tell you these things you deserve. Uh, you deserve a cheat meal. I can't believe she's made you be that strict for six months. It's one thing. The problem is you bring that one thing in and that leads to something else, but then 24 hours a day, six days a week, you're still working your butt off. So mentally you think, oh my gosh, I'm working my butt off and I'm not getting the same result anymore. What's wrong? Right. But it sincerely is that little leak of being lax. Right. And so what Jocko said in that message was don't relax until the mission is complete. And I really relate to that, you know, in my personal life, because I believe that what we've done here at Integrity is such a powerful thing where we've, we've really equipped ind individuals to come in and change people's lives. And then not only that, we've equipped the people that we've changed lives to go out into the community and change lives. Absolutely. And so it's it's like a ministry that we've created of health and, and, and trying to generate healthier I people. have I have clients that ask me if I'll be offended if they share the information I give them. You know, like I don't I don't want to sell your product. You know, I don't want to give your stuff away. And I'm like, it's it's not my stuff though really. It's it's science. You know, it's what works. It helps and you know, we'll get to a little bit later about seeking help. You know, that's what people need me for. But as far as my product, my product is creating result, you know, and that's what people do. They want to go out and give it because they've experienced that. So in, when you're in the thick of the mission and you're fighting tooth and nail, you know, to really try to complete the mission, you might get over a really big hump and that hump might be i finally am able to lift this much weight um, finally can do this and my knee doesn't hurt you know i'm finally getting to a point to where i can breathe during this or something like that and you finally get over this really big hump maybe it's the weight loss maybe you're taking off of medication what what i think the point we're trying to get across here is that's not the time to get relaxed right that's actually not the time to, to take a, a gear down that's the time to stay in overdrive if if that was the goal if the goal was to lose 60 pounds and get those compliments and start to feel better about yourself and fit a little better in your clothing and you hit that then yeah mission accomplished that was the goal but that's that that wasn't the goal the goal right. was a hundred pounds you, you set out for something so don't settle for something else just because you get that fatigue when it's absolutely accomplishable right and just because it gets hard doesn't mean we have the opportunity to quit um, I read something today on Facebook and I can't even remember exactly what it was but it was something like I don't have time is the adults version of my dog ate my homework that's good. Right? I think Forrest posted it. I thought it was really good. And, and, and we get to a point where we've worked so hard for so long that we feel we deserve some type of relief. You know, um, in owning a business and with what we've done here at Integrity, uh, I mean, prior to Integrity, in order to build Integrity, I, I had to work seven days a week for, for 
almost seven years uh, for us to be able to have the foundation that we have here. I didn't do it with the team. I did it by myself. I went in and out every single day and put my time in. And then that built uh, a reputation that allowed me to go into other gyms and create a business in which I then built a team. And that team has helped to create what we have here at Integrity. And so in the stick of it, in the thick of it, at that two, three year mark of it, we had so many things that have come against us and so many people that have come against us to try to shut us down. But I truly feel like that's because the enemy on the other side of the line can see that we're changing people's lives. And again, those lives that we're changing are going out and they're changing lives because of what they're getting out of this experience in this building. And so once it starts to get hard and once this starts to feel impossible, we can't slow down. Uh, we can't say, oh, it's just wearing me out. I've just, I've just got to slow down. That's when we actually have to shift into that sixth gear and we have to say, no, we will complete this mission. Now for us in this place, the mission hopefully is never accomplished. Hopefully we have the good fortune that God gives us to do this for the rest of our lives until we retire, if I'm even capable of retiring. You're not. But when it comes to health, and of course you have an objective, and maybe that might be losing the 100 pounds or getting off the medication. When it comes to achieving health, your mission really is never complete. There is no final completion on being healthy. So that's where you really can't get yourself to a point to where you allow yourself to become relaxed. You always have to be you know, working harder towards making better decisions for you and your family, making, not making exceptions and making good choices and creating patterns of discipline that allow you to be in a position to where you can remain healthy for a lifetime. It's when you become relaxed during that mission of life, of being healthy and being fueled by faith. When you become relaxed, that's when the enemy can come in and attack when you least expect it with heart disease, diabetes, um, or, you know, some sort of negative situation that comes in life and you're not even fueling your faith. And because of that, you're, you're not able to even deal with the situation appropriately because you don't have the fuel from a food perspective and you don't have the fuel from a faith perspective. And something that I think Jocko is getting at with those pages is he's talking about even after the difficulty. You know, I'm programmed very similar to what he's talking about. If you give me a task or you give me a mission in the heat of the moment, I'm pretty well unstoppable. I'm going to hammer through it. You put me in a combat situation. You put me, I was a police officer. You put me in a shootout situation. I can handle that, right? But let's just use the shootout, for instance. You know, I've had to pull my weapon in law enforcement. I make it through that. And then after that, I have to go write a report about it. I'm terrible at the report. I'm terrible at the report. What is that? You know, I made it through the, the gun portion and I survived and I got out, but then I get fatigue for the report. Ah, I don't want to write it down. I don't want to even think about it. I just want to be done with it. And the point is sometimes the hardest part isn't even the hard part. You know, it's, it's just finishing what you've already done. And if you don't get it done in that moment, then you may never get it done. And another example that I can use of myself, putting myself on the stage is when I lost my weight, you know, we didn't have a number um, when I lost my 100 pounds. I didn't set out to lose 100 pounds. In fact, I didn't want to lose 100 pounds because part of the reason I was as big as I was, was I wanted to be a big guy. And so I ate and trained in a way that I thought was gonna make me a big muscular guy. But Debbie told me, because of where my health was, how unhealthy I was, habits I had formed, prior to growing my musculature, we needed to get rid of a substantial amount of body fat. So we set out on the fat loss journey. Well, around the 80 pound mark for me, which would have made me about 230 pounds, I wasn't fatigued because of how hard the fat loss became. In fact, that didn't bother me at all. Uh, in my opinion, losing weight is actually, I'm not going to call it easy, it's simple. It's if you follow the rules and do what you're supposed to do, it just happens. 
for the most part. There's obviously things that come up with that medically that can change that. But for me, it just fell off. My fatigue set in because I was ready to move on. I was like, okay, when do I start getting muscular, Debbie? Like, when do I start getting big? I'm over this fat loss thing. But the problem was I still had 20 pounds of fat on me that if I didn't get off then, I would struggle with getting off later. And it was unhealthy. It, it wasn't something that was benefiting my health. And so then that's when you kind of get into this concept of what was my why? Why was I actually there and why was I doing what I was doing? And I realized that I was so hung up on how I looked and worried about my size and how big I was that I was actually neglecting the concept of getting myself healthy as my number one priority. And so that's an issue in and of itself, but that's where my fatigue was. My fatigue didn't come from difficulty. My fatigue came from just being tired of it. You know, tired of the process, getting through the hard part. I lost 80 pounds. Do I really need to lose anything else? Well, yeah, you set out to get to a specific point. And me, I wasn't there yet. Yeah, and I, I just personally believe, this is just how I usually coach people, is that you need to serve something greater than yourself. And so when I get someone that comes in and I don't care what their goal is, what their situation is, I'm not interested in hearing you constantly talk about how you want this to look, how you want that to look, how you want this to look, how you want that to look. And every day you're chasing after one more thing because you want to look better as you post a picture of yourself in your underwear every day. I'm not the coach for you. It doesn't work for me. I don't care for that. And good for the people that are doing that if that's what makes them happy. But the reality is, is I think you need to be doing what you're doing from a health perspective for something more than the way you look. Because the way you look is great and it's gonna come naturally if you're chasing after feeling great. And so if you look great, but you don't feel great, what's the point right. you know what are you teaching your children then what are you teaching all the people around you you know you want people to be contagious you want your spirit to be contagious first and 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 that spirit is so strong because all that you're fueling your body with allows that spirit to be strong well and then if you make yourself feel great like you just said making yourself look great comes second to that. And what I mean by come second is not just that you're putting it second, but it will follow that. It's actually kind of difficult to accidentally feel healthier or feel better while chasing the way you look. Right. Because you can alter the way you look in a very advanced method or an advanced way or a hastened way while feeling like garbage. Absolutely. So there's ways to look phenomenal and feel terrible, but what's the payout on that? So if you make yourself feel good, then you alter the way you look. Not only will you be happier with the way you look, it's sustainable. And you know something to think about as well is I always tell the joke to people that come to me and say they want to be a bodybuilder or get into bodybuilding. I say, are you sure you're ready for this? Because the day you get into bodybuilding and the day you get into altering specific muscle groups is the last day that you have to ever be happy with the way you look. Because you're going to find something. My shoulders are too small. You grow your shoulders. Well, now my chest is too small. You grow your chest. Well, now my legs are looking too small. You know, it's always going to be something. And that's great to have those goals to chase. But if you're not feeling good while you're doing it, you're not going to sustain it. We have a client that lost 200 pounds this year, just in the past year. He was a 500 pound client when he started. And he told me he had lost that weight before, but he never ever felt this good at that at, he was at this weight that he's at now now he's still working at trying to lose more weight but he he didn't feel the way he feels right, right. now so he was 200 pounds lighter if, but still felt like garbage all the time you go from 500 pounds to 300 pounds and you feel like garbage why are you going to keep losing weight well there's nothing you felt like garbage game. you felt yeah. like garbage at 500 pounds you feel like garbage at 300 pounds you might yeah. as well eat whatever you want and feel like garbage right i well, mean one of the pastor's points at church today was staying in the good fight of faith. And I really liked that. That sort of resonated with me because we went into this podcast today to talk about, you know, don't relax until the mission is complete, you know. And so then his first, uh, you know, thing that he said today that he fired off was staying in the good fight of faith and, and just being able to have staying power. And if you develop anything and i think that links a lot to discipline if you're going to develop anything don't try to develop 
your pull-ups first. Don't try to develop your bench press. Um, you know, don't try to develop something you know that's tangible like that try to develop the mental capacity to stick with it you know right. the stick to to be able to stay and remain healthy that would be my suggestion to you is if you're going to focus on anything focus on staying power and being committed because it's that commitment it's that commitment that truly brings excellence in any of the clients that i've worked with over the years the ones that just stick with it day in day out day in, day out, they're the ones that make the difference. Now, every now and again, they get thrown off. Every now and again, they kind of let a, a speed bump slow them down. But when they don't do a blame shift and they don't come back and say, well, I must have hit a plateau or, well, I, I don't know, maybe this diet isn't working for me. No, I had Oreos. No, I just had, a, I just had something I wasn't planning on having, and it just set me back a little bit. But that doesn't mean that mission's over, abort mission, and right. the mission's no longer in existence, right. and we should just completely quit the mission. It just means that, oh, I got a little bit relaxed, I got to get back into my focus, and I got to get back into commitment. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you know, the thing is we've talked many times before and you could do a whole podcast on discipline versus motivation, but the discipline and building your discipline muscle, if you will, is so important because motivation is fickle. And I'm saying that as a man who loves motivation, you should look at my phone. I have like movie quality, epic music with motivational speakers over it saying, get in there, get it done. And it's in the background. And I listen to that and I go punch stuff like, yeah, I'm in a movie feeling like an epic warrior person. You know, that's great. It's great. That works for me. Sometimes, sometimes I put that on and I'm like, oh, shut up. You know, you're not, you're not always going to be motivated. You know, there's going to come days where the motivation is just knowing you have to. But the problem is if you get lax, you stop thinking that you have to. You stop thinking that it's something that you need to do and you start thinking that it's okay to skip something. I'm going to tell you what happened today. Um, I had pneumonia a couple weeks ago and between being sick having pneumonia and then being told not to work out for a week after having it it's been three weeks since i've worked out and i've been kind of itching to lift and i just feel small I, I don't feel muscular i don't feel big it's you know i just mentally i don't feel strong so i've really been wanting to get my workouts in and uh today i go to church and while i'm at church i'm getting a cup of coffee and this lady's like man look at those guns elderly lady says it to me and I'm like look down at my arm she's like you must work out a lot and so I appreciated her saying that and I'm like oh thank you you know she's really nice and then I'm walking into church and this guy comes up and he starts talking to me about my beard he's got a little smaller beard and he's talking about the size of my beard and he's like yeah you know you just got such a big beard and you know those big old muscles in those two comments somewhere over the course of those two comments occurring I went and sat down at my chair and I, I felt a little bit better about myself and literally started convincing myself I didn't need to work out today. Ah, you know, you're not as small as you thought you were. You don't got to work out today. Your ankle's messed up. I've got some tendons or ligaments torn in my ankle right now. You know, it probably would have been kind of dangerous to work out on your ankle anyway. You should probably just take the day off since you don't look as small as you thought. What? Now I'm using someone else's opinion of my look as my fuel to determine whether or not I should do something for my health. It doesn't make sense. And that just goes back again to the why. Why are you doing it? And that'll happen with a, in a lot of different directions is, you know, you might have a family member that might say, you know, you do this all the time, you know, why don't you just give yourself a break? Right. Or, you know, you eat like that all the time. Why can't you just have one week where you just get to eat what you it's want? It's easy you know? to be convinced to do something that you want to do whilst in the middle of a fight. Yeah. You know, um, if you've ever been in a fight and you've had someone that's choking you out, and I'm just telling you this from experience too, it sounds silly, but when someone's got you in a rear naked choke or a guillotine and they're holding your throat, part of you is like, just let them put you to sleep. It'll be over in just a couple seconds. They'll wake you up. It's not going to kill you. Just go. That's crazy. Why would you want to get knocked out? But that's the fatigue. That's the that setting in saying. 
just let it happen. If it's about food and you want a pizza and your parent or your friend, someone who you really value and trust their opinion says, you know what? It's really okay if you have one pizza. You want to hear their opinion. You want to hear that. That's food for your thoughts. Absolutely. And you're in the middle of the mission and you're starting to become relaxed because you're allowing those people to input their junk in you. Right. And at the beginning of the mission, when you were first starting to no. try to get healthy, you said no, right. and you knew how to fight back. And so you need staying power and you need to stay in the good fight of faith. That's that's what the pastor said today, and I believe that. You need staying power. Well, how do you develop that staying power? By developing a foundation and by, by developing a purpose. You know, us here at Integrity, why we created Integrity and our whole staff involved is our purpose is to change people's lives. So our purpose isn't to be able to post a hundred different pictures every day of people who have lost weight, although we could do that if we wanted to. Our purpose is to change someone's life, mind, body, spirit. What's your purpose? I hope it goes beyond how you look and it goes into how you feel and being able to change your health and how you feel. And then once you've found that purpose, being able to create a foundation. Well, what do you create that foundation with? Well, my first suggestion would be to create that foundation with faith. That's how we've done it. And that's how we help people to do it every day. No matter how many times I help someone lose weight, if they do not have faith, they always end up wearing out. And they always end up getting themselves to a place where they don't believe in themselves anymore. Even if they've lost the 100 pounds, they still don't think they're good enough. They're not serving a greater purpose. They're just serving this sort of immediate goal and they've attained it, so now they're lost. They don't really know where they should go. This is something else our pastor shared today. Um, It's 1 Timothy and it's it's in the uh, sixth book and it's, uh, well, it's verse 12 and I say it all the time, but it says, fight the good fight of faith. And then before that, it says, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. But then it says, fight the good fight of faith. The reason it's saying fight the good fight of faith is because it's telling you all the way up in the paragraphs before is that the world and life is going to hand you so many different cards and there's going to be so many different distractions and so many reasons why you can fail. But he's telling you, God himself, in the word, fight the good fight of faith. Don't give up. And so for you, when you're trying to complete this mission and you're trying to find the formula to complete this mission, one suggestion is to fight the good fight of faith. Keep fighting the good fight. And the good fight is one that aligns with your purpose. Well, if your purpose aligns with God's purpose, you're going to find yourself in a much happier state, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you that I've never seen a good fight where someone gives up. I mean, if you watch boxing or if you watch UFC or, I mean, put it into any realm. If you watch any competition, football, baseball, Uh, who's a better cook if someone just laid down on the floor and didn't attempt to compete with the other person how how much of a competition would that be how much of a fight would that be so if that's what you're willing to do is start the fight and hang in the fight for a little bit but then get fatigued and just stop you know how that's not going to be a good fight And if you don't fight your fight, who's going to fight it for you? Well, I'm here to tell you nobody. You know, as a coach, I would love to fight it for you. But I can only sit on the outside of the ring and yell at you what to do. I can't make you do what needs to be done to be successful. If I could, I would be a billionaire because nobody would ever fail. But the thing you got to remember is failure is just part of the process. You know, staying in the fight doesn't mean that you didn't have a hiccup you know getting through and fighting through battle fatigue and having battle fatigue doesn't mean that you've given up and failed it means, you've actually it, done it something. means that you're actually in the battle you're doing something and then you have to just persevere through that right. so when you have a snickers bar and you're trying to lose weight you, you accept it i'm not saying you discount it you shouldn't have done that but you accept it and you're like, I did it. And these are the reasons I did it. Acknowledge those. 
try to use that as a strength to not do it again. Absolutely. But don't sit and beat yourself up over it because right. that's time wasted that you could be using to continue to combat. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Right. If you give if you give yourself the ability to sit there and say, "Oh, I messed up and I had this Snickers and I'm such a terrible person and I really shouldn't have done that." Think about how much energy you're wasting that could be put forth to just continue to do what it is that you need to be doing to get to where you want to go. Another one is Philippians 3.14. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. But what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize. So I always hang on that. I always hang on those small, that small little words. I press on, I press on. I press on every single day towards the goal. What's the goal? Well, for me, my goal is to change people's lives every day in a godly manner and to please God and honor God in doing that in everything that we do inside this building. Mind, body, and spirit. That's my goal. What do I do to press on? Every day, I just stand in faith and believe that God's going to provide for us to be able to do that in every way. And I trust him in everything that I do. Now, me personally, how do I press on? When John eats a pizza on his cheat meal, no matter how many times I think to myself, I could just, I, I could that's just, hypothetical. I could just this week have one piece. <laughs> just this week, like, what would be the big deal if I just have one piece? Well, what would be the big deal, John? If I want to take, I want to take a minute to actually expand upon this because, as a lot of you know, those of you that are watching are probably familiar with us. People think that Debbie is actually a robot. And to like some extent, she, she kind of is. But she struggles with that. I mean, that's a legitimate struggle. I can't tell you. I will order a pizza, hypothetically, and she'll hypothetically say, wow, that smells really good. Right. Like, man, I would just love to have some of that right now. It's real. The, what makes her a robot is not that she is uh, immune to the temptation, it's not allowing the battle fatigue to set in, you know, but it happens to her. And if she had a piece, it would destroy her, you know, and something to think about is I've had someone tell me, well, I I wish I had her autoimmune disease so that I would need it then. And I looked that person square in the face (laughs) and I said, no, you don't. Yeah. And yes, you would. Yeah. Because this person does have health issues and they're still choosing to eat and drink things that they shouldn't. That's not a matter of if it was a more severe situation, you wouldn't do it. That's a lack of discipline. Right. I can use that scripture for myself personally in that situation. And when I smell that pizza and I, I'm really thankful that John gets to enjoy it. Well, and I don't want her to think she should have a piece. So I eat the whole thing Uh, and that's, that's for you. I appreciate that. So then I go in the other room and I remind myself of stuff like this. I have to read scripture like this. I have to listen to a verse. I have to listen to a sermon. I have to watch a motivational video where someone says something like this, or maybe I have this wrote down and I tell myself, I press on, I press on, or keep fighting the good fight. Those are the things that I have to continue to tell myself through battle fatigue. And again, I'm using my personal health and and my personal health journey as an example there. I've also used Uh, our personal life and trying to run a small business and all the challenges that come in with running a small business, especially one that you're trying to run for God and that you're trying to build the kingdom inside, you're going to get even more persecution, you know, or even more of the enemy's uh, trials and and fighting that's going to come towards us. Well, something I want to point out about uh, pizza, for instance, is you have to understand that I am allowed to have pizza because it is no longer a part of my fight. And I only point that out, I joke about the pizza, we had some fun there a second ago, but the reality is there was a time that I wasn't allowed to have that because my fight, my race was to lose weight and to get my health right. Well, I did that, okay? So now what I'm trying to do is maintain a healthy lifestyle, but if you wanna talk about where I'm trying to go with my body, I'm trying to grow my body. So when I consume something like that, whilst it is a hit on my health because let's face it no matter how healthy you are eating something like that still affects you it doesn't affect me in a way that takes me out of my fight 
If you're 20 pounds into 80 pound weight loss, that is not the time for you to have pizza because that is you getting lax. Yes. If you have an autoimmune disease and that's not something that you should ever have again, that's you getting lax. And a similar um, reference myself to that would be, I don't get to have Mountain Dew anymore. I would probably cut one of Debbie's fingers off and give it to someone for a Mountain Dew. I'm sorry, I just probably would. I really like Mountain Dew, but I don't get to have Mountain Dew anymore. That's something that is, no matter what, never gonna be a part of my fight anymore. And if I give in to that, that's from fatigue. That's, oh, I just wanna have a Mountain Dew and I used to be able to drink it all the time. I deserve to be able to have this. That's never gonna be okay for me. So you have to understand when something is a part of your fight and it's not Absolutely. and how to control that. And then another good point is just don't lose your compass. Don't lose what has you grounded. Why is focus so important? When someone starts to, to, to get skittish and I can tell they're losing their focus, I always go out to YouTube and I type The Rock Focus. And there's That's this funny. YouTube video out there where The Rock, it's like five minutes long and he's just working focus. out and, and, and he'll be in the middle of a bench press and he'll just look over and he'll say, focus. And then he'll be doing pull-ups and he'll look over and say, focus. And then, you know, it's like five minutes of him just saying the word focus. I always send that to my client and I basically say, get back in your game. You've, you've removed yourself from this deal. It's not that hard to step right back it's into not. the game. Get right back into the mission and don't allow yourself to remain relaxed, but you can't lose your compass. And again, that compass is very dependent upon what you created a foundation with. Right. So what did you allow yourself to create this foundation on? Was it something quick and easy and you just decided to do a magazine keto diet? Nah, not a very solid foundation. Are you working with someone that truly understands the depths and the knowledge of what it takes to be able to do a keto diet right and to not actually make yourself unhealthy through the process of a keto diet? Then you're building a deeper rooted foundation. So if you get off mission, it's a lot easier to get back on mission because you've got a better, firmer foundation but don't lose your compass. What is that guiding you? What is guiding you? For me, what guides me? Faith, always, first, always. It guides my business, it guides my personal life, it, it guides my family, it guides my health because I know that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And if I choose to go ahead and have that pizza that I know with an autoimmune disease is gonna make me sick. I won't let you. But then the next day, I'm gonna get down on my hands and knees and I'm gonna pray, God, please loose your healing on my body. I have the ability to do that. God's willing, he's forgiving, but I'm willingly putting poison in my body. And then I'm, am I utilizing my faith the way I should at that point? No, I've lost my focus. I've lost my compass and I have deeper faith in that and I've got a deeper foundation. So if I get off track, I can get myself right back on track. But I'm just at a point in my life with my personal health that I just don't allow myself to get off track like that. I just can't afford to. I have too many people that rely upon me at this point. One thing I think uh, that's important right now is like Debbie said, you know, our compass is faith. And then beyond that faith compass is the setting up of your grounding, your rooting, your foundation of why you do what you do. Um, I think it's important to recognize that you pick your compass. Um, you're, you're actually picking that and picking your compass then lends to picking your foundation. And you gotta be really careful on making your compass or your foundation subjective. And I see a lot of people do this. They come and they say, well, I wanna lose weight. That's not, a bad, that's not a bad goal, that's not a bad thing to do. But why do you wanna lose weight? And that why will be subjective. Well, my family thinks I'm fat. My friends finally started telling me that I look overweight. You know, uh, I'm tired of being stared at. These are okay reasons to want to lose weight and they should be part of why you wanna do what you do, but they're subjective. They're based off of someone else's opinion of you and they're also based off of something that could change in two minutes. One minute you could feel good about yourself and the next minute you could not. And so what happens is when you're in this battle and you're in this war and you're really trying to grind out losing that weight, 
just like the two people at church that told me I looked good today and I had good muscles, it's easy to listen to that subjective conversation, their opinion of the way I look, and make that my reality, which actually harms my goal, my end game. So if I build my foundation off of the beliefs of someone else or just off of this idea that I want to look good, then I'm never actually going to be able to achieve my goal and stabilize anything on top of my foundation because I'm going to go back and forth on how I feel I look. But if you ground it and you build your compass in faith and then you build your compass and your foundation upon I want to feel good, which could still be subjective, but you're constantly chasing feeling better, you're, you're never going to feel good enough. You're just going to feel good and continue to want to hold that. Whenever I've managed and hired personal trainers for many years now, and that's been my job for a long time, as well as being a personal trainer, um, I created an assessment process that we take folks through, and it's something that we provide for free. And what I've always taught a trainer is, is do not ask them what their goal is. Do not. Do not say, what's your goal? So that then suddenly your job becomes chasing that goal with them. We wanna go way beyond a short-term goal with these people. Do not ask. What I want you to ask them that first day that you met them is what inspired them to make the decision to call? What was happening in their life that made them make the decision to finally make the call to come in here? Because when we can get to the depth of that, we really have the ability to make some changes. Well, I put my pants on today and they wouldn't button. Well, that's a good thing to inspire you to finally decide to call us, mm. right? Instead of just, well, I need to lose 30 pounds. You know, well, maybe you do need to lose 30 pounds, but what, what, was, what was in there? What, what was, was going the on? What, what was, was the, the reason? Why? You know, well, my doctor said that if I don't lose a certain amount of weight I'm going to have a heart attack and that was mine you there know you I go. knew I needed to lose weight but I didn't come in and say right. that because you didn't ask me that I had to tell you well yes. a doctor told me to lose weight and then honestly a good trainer creates the goals almost for you and with you okay so what they do is they assess your body they identify your imbalances they identify your weaknesses they look at what inspired you and what was going on to try to get you that that brought you into the door and then they say okay first things first we need to get you more flexible we need to first be able to do this in order to do that second thing we need you to be more mobile we need to do this in order to get you to that in order to make these two things happen, we need to make this stronger on you. Therefore, we need to do this in order to do that. It shouldn't be the client coming into a facility telling the trainer what they need to do for them. It shouldn't be that way. Right. It should be that client coming in and saying, I have heart disease, I have this, I have that, I wanna lose weight, I wanna feel this way, I wanna be able to climb this mountain, I wanna do all this. Then the trainer should look at the person's body and say, that means we need to accomplish this, 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 and this. Once we accomplish that, we're going to have another tier and then we're gonna to have to go this direction and then we'll go this direction. Continual progression. The mission, honestly, is never really fully complete because what we're trying to battle is great health for a lifetime, if that makes sense, instead of just chasing, chasing after short-term goals all the time. Because once you achieve that short-term goal, what keeps you going? You have to create another one. You know, and I, I, what I've found, um, and I'll just throw this out there from a bodybuilding perspective, just in 20 years of, of working around bodybuilding, working for Powerhouse Gym for 10 years, uh, growing up in it since the seventh grade, I worked out at George Turner's gym, then worked out at Powerhouse Gym. I've been surrounded by real, very serious, driven, committed bodybuilders my entire life, okay? And now for whatever reason, in the past five years, I just have all these people that I'm running across that say, well, I really need to get in shape so I think I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a show. And I'm always kind of like, wow, that's the reason you're going to do a show because you, get in shape. you need to get in shape. Instead of people that are in amazing shape saying, I'm gonna go even now further and do I'm a show. Now I'm optimal, I'm in an 
optimal place yeah. to do a show. When I grew up, I had guys that wouldn't consider setting foot on a stage or even letting the words come out of their mouth that they're going to do a show until they felt like they were at peak performance level peak like they were like looking their best now it might have been their aspiration and their desire deep down that maybe someday they would do this but they didn't do it because they wanted to look good in a swimsuit for the no. summer bodybuilding has become so watered down that there's such a lack of commitment that as soon as people step off that stage they are overweight and some of the most unhealthiest people I've seen. Now, there are a lot of committed bodybuilders that are not like that. We have some of them that work here. Right. They are committed all year long. And to me, that is what bodybuilding should represent. Of course, diversity. Of course, those bodybuilders go out with their families and they have a good meal and they enjoy the good meal. And no, they're yeah, not Yeah, but you're talking about people that get off stage and they go eat two cartons of ice cream and the next day they're eating cakes and pies and they're and they off 32 pounds in four days. They never get back on on track and that's what bodybuilding ends up being represented as okay for 16 weeks I kill myself in the gym I kill myself dieting I get up on a stage and I represent what I did for 16 weeks well what the heck does that mean to anybody represent what you did for a year fighting to be healthy bodybuilding should represent that it should be the best of the best the best of the best, the hardest workers, the people that are the cleanest with their diets and that want to represent health. They should be the leaders in the industry that are representing health. And that's what I grew up seeing within bodybuilding. So when I say don't lose your compass, one scripture that comes up often is Galatians and it's Galatians 6, 9. And it says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And so I always have to tell myself, yeah, you don't get to eat John's pizza, but you know what? That's darn right. You know what? If I don't give up, I will reap a harvest, which means if I don't give in and eat that pizza, I'm going to make it through a week of work this week, 70, right. 70 hours worth of work. Right. And I'm going to change somebody's life because I didn't have that piece of pizza. That's right. If I have that piece of pizza with my autoimmune disease, do you think I'm going to be able to work 70 hours this week and change people's lives and be a part of my daughter's life and fuel her with faith and fuel her with good food and be a great you know, spouse to John? Am I going to be able to do any of that if I make that decision? Now, that's just one that's just one decision. So what this is saying is we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. But what it's really saying is don't lose your compass. Right. Don't grow weary in doing good. You have your focus. You know what you should be doing. And then another thing is don't let outside distractions destroy you. And those outside distractions could bring alcohol into your life when you know you don't need it. It could bring drugs into your life when you know you don't need it. It could bring bad food into your life when you know you don't need it. Someone who buys you a soda every day or puts a candy, uh, you know, it can be something simple. Puts a candy thing on your desk every day. Don't let outside distractions destroy you, you or what you listen to or what you watch either. You also have to understand that outside distractions aren't always negative things. I got fired up. I can't breathe. You did. I'm, I'm trying, sorry. I'm trying to talk. I kept doing this. I can't breathe. I had to get it all out. If you see me doing the fish thing, it means I want to say something. It had to but come I know, out. I know we're getting used it had to, to working together it here. It was like the anointing. <sighs> It was on me. It okay. is the green I'm wearing, I think. It is the green, mm -hmm. which makes me think of Skittles. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm going to have to get some mm -hmm. on the way home, obviously. Um, He's not going to do that. what I want to say, well, that's true. So that's a one side note real quick, too, is there's not a day that I drive home, uh, I go right past a quick trip, that I don't think about stopping at that quick trip and getting some form of sugar and a soda. I mean, I think about it every day. I drive right past it on my way home from work. So I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that it's going to get easy. You know, you're just going to have to make the decision to drive right past that. Um, but what I wanted to say was in regards to what you were saying about your compass and not losing sight of uh, what you're attempting to accomplish and the trainer setting goals for you. And what that is, is I had a client who wanted to be able to climb a mountain. Um, she was actually going to do this big hike with her husband 
And uh, one of the things that I had her do from a training regard was when we were together, we would do real quick spurts on a treadmill on an incline. And when I first started with her, the only incline she could do is a three. And by the end of working with me, she could explode up a 30 incline. But somewhere around 24, I think it was when we were transitioning from 24 to 27 or 21 to 24, she was dying one day. I mean, just out of breath. And she stops, we get off, she gets through it, finishes it the way she needed to finish it. We're walking to the next thing. I'm telling her to catch breath. And she looks at me and asks me very sincerely and legitimately, she goes, wouldn't it make sense um, if we went back down to that 21 or 24, whatever the lower number was, and like mastered that before coming back up to this level so that we knew that like I had that down since that was so hard and I'm so out of breath, like shouldn't we master that? Now keep in mind, she just did it, already has enough breath back to have this conversation with me and is getting ready to do the next thing. So obviously what you're probably getting from me is absolutely not. She was ready to do that. But that's the battle fatigue. She had gotten used to that 21 or that 24 and how it challenged her. It wasn't easy, but how much it challenged her. And we had gone to a new tier and it was challenging her the way that old 21 and 24 used to. And that discomfort made her want to give it up, made her want to back it down but we weren't where she was trying to go yet. And if I had let her tell me that and been convinced by her statement and said, you know what, okay, let's back it back down. Maybe you're not ready for that. She wouldn't have been ready for what she was attempting to do uh, a few months later. And my point in telling you that is those moments are gonna come where you think, ah, maybe I should back down. I've done so good, I've done so well. And in those moments, my suggestion to you is to seek help and, and to be willing to seek help. Whether that means finding someone like us, working with coaches like us if you never have before, or if you have a coach or if I'm your coach, you know I've, all, I've told all of you this. If you're about to eat something you shouldn't eat, you send me a text. Because here's the thing, even if I can't reply to that text immediately, I'm gonna see that at some point and the next time I see you, or probably when I see the text, we're gonna converse about whether or not you failed and did that thing. Seek that help. Yes, we're, we're gonna talk about that in just a, you know, just a minute, just to kind of close it, but I do wanna finish on not to allow outside distractions to hinder you because we work with clients so often that end up struggling because of something that someone told them before they came in because someone or held during. them back or suggested it because of of just anything that's keep that's holding them back from being able to accomplish it it doesn't have to be something that someone's telling you it could be that you go to work and you have a negative work environment so that just makes it to where you're in a bad mood and you don't want to work on the way home you know go to work on the way home it could be that your husband doesn't support you through the process do it anyways whatever the outside distractions are whatever the situation is do it anyways That's right be, keep just like the scripture says do not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up do it anyways no matter what the outside you know distractions are do it anyways well that's why i'm so small now just like everybody told me when i was losing my weight that you were going to take all my muscle off me and i was never going to be able right. to grow it yeah, back that was definitely yeah. yeah that was my outside <laughs> distraction and then like john was just saying my last point was seek support before you surrender so before you surrender and you decide abort mission i'm out i'm not i'm not completing this mission seek support that's what we do right. i always say in all my posts don't know what to do, call us. It's what we do. You right. know, we help people. You, you, you shouldn't have to know what to do. The, the point is everybody, what I find is in this world when it comes to health, like fitness, working out and eating, it, it's similar to guys and fighting. Every guy knows how to fight for some reason. They think they do. But then they get into a fight and they don't do well. They also think people that they know how to eat and how to exercise. Well, I know what I need to do. I just need to go. You, you probably don't, and that's okay because this isn't what you do. I go have someone change my oil. 
I don't know how to change oil. Like if it's not something you do or you've been trained on or you have actively done in the past, expecting to be able to do it is a little bit crazy. You know, come see someone who can actually guide you, who makes a point in every day of their life to get better at knowing how to do this. Yes, yeah, seek support before you surrender. There's something very simple that you can do with us is just to come in and do a free personal fitness assessment. If you've even kind of considered to try to get yourself back into health, come in and meet with a trainer. There's absolutely no charge. They're gonna teach you how to foam roll, how to stretch, how to do mobility exercises. They're going to show you kind of what you should be doing to get started on working out that really makes sense for your body. That's something that we offer at Integrity at either our O'Fallon or our Clayton, Missouri location. For more information on that, you can give us a call at 636-299-2208. Now for the ability to try to change your food and to really kind of connect with someone that can give you all the information and what it takes mentally to stay in the game to change your food. We have a five month nutrition program at Integrity. You can call to try to- She doesn't let me do that. We can, tell, we can call, you can call to try to get more information on that as well at the 636-299-2208, or you can take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com. A couple finishing thoughts, stay humble. Finish the race with joy. Don't be so unhappy the whole entire time. You're going from goal to goal. Oh, it's so hard right? losing weight and getting muscle and looking Quit so good. complaining so much and finish the race with joy. Avoid blame shifting. Avoid blaming everybody else for the fact that you're just not really doing what you need to be it's doing. It's hard to get where you want to go if you don't accept why you're not getting there. That's right. And forgive easily. Sometimes people are going to injure you along the way, meaning they're not going to support you the way that they should. Maybe your wife or maybe your husband are not really in the place that they need to be with their confidence right, right now. And now that they see that you're trying to get healthy, it actually hurts them. They'll project that. They will. They're not ready for you to be healthy because they're not ready to be healthy. Forgive them. Don't hold it against them. I've seen people divorce for this reason because they didn't have the support they needed to be healthy and they left the person that God intended them to be with and they went and found someone that wasn't quite who God intended them to be with and they weren't really happy in that situation either. Forgive easily and just understand that not everybody's going to be on the same exact journey as you and they don't have to be. This particular journey of health is just between you and God and anyone else that you involve with it. Maybe that be a trainer or someone like me to help you through the nutrition. Now, John, I really appreciate you being on and all that you added. Uh, given that you've gone through what you've gone through, losing the 100 pounds and just all that you've done and that you're a personal trainer and work with people every day, I really feel that your opinion is so valid and that when people are hearing you, they're relating to you. I'm often thought of as this person that's just always the one telling people you don't what say. to do <laughs> and that I don't really actually live it. Right. You know, me, you know, like you I, don't, do. I don't go through those struggles sure. you know, or anything like that. Right. So it's nice to have you on because I do feel that people will relate to that and I really appreciate it. I mean, it's just a process. That's the thing to remember, guys. If I can leave something with you in closing is remember to find your compass, build your foundation and understand that sometimes the wind's going to blow and going with the flow of that and just picking back up where you left off when you get a little off track. That's what this is all about. That's why we call it a lifestyle change, not a goal. Because if you just set a goal and you fail on your way to the goal, it's easy to give that up. But if you make it a lifestyle and you stray a little bit, you just get back on course and continue to go the direction that you're wanting to go. So one of the one easiest ways that our clients have remained healthy, and this has been over the past four years, we've had the support of Pure Plates, is just by making you know sure that their food was prepped every week, simply having good, clean, healthy, organic meals available for them, instead of having to drive through a drive-through or go through a place that you have to make decisions that you're not really sure are good ones. Pure Plates is located in Chesterfield or in Kirkwood. They make really delicious, organic meals that are super clean for you and they allow you to be able to lower the blood pressure lower the blood sugar feel better because you start controlling the inflammation in your body john eats pure plates all week long that's what he eats for every meal and then on the weekend so that i don't go get pizza exactly i have to take the decision process out that's right it's discipline and they deliver it to our location twice a week they'll deliver it to your house if you're struggling with prepping your food please take a look at pure plates it's pureplatesstl.com or again, they have that uh, location in Chesterfield or that location in Kirkwood. And the number for Pure Plates is 636-778-3555. 
And I was talking a little bit last week about doing the stem cell treatment. I've done the stem cell treatment last week and um, the soreness is, 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 you know, just kind of slowly wearing off each day. And uh, one thing I will say that I'll just throw out there real quick for the stem cell update, which I'm going to be doing for the next couple months, is that I genuinely, um, part of the autoimmune disease that I have um, involves chronic dis uh, fatigue. And I feel the fatigue usually in my eyes. I get the pressure and the load in my eyeballs. And so um, my, my eyes get real weighted like this. And I super struggle throughout the day to really be able to keep my eyes open. Um, I do, but it, it really hurts and it's a lot of pain. And it makes me just feel like at times like I might collapse. And I haven't felt that for three days. So um, I, if you I, look at these massive bags under my eyes, hers usually rivaled and or beat that out, and you actually are completely flat. Right, so and so it's that's been neat to see. Yeah, that's been for just the past three days. Um, I had the stem cell treatment on Tuesday, and so that's all I can say is that I truly haven't had that eye feeling, that chronically fatigued feeling. I'm not going to tell you that I don't get tired. And last night I fell asleep in the chair. Remember, like I think I almost fell out of the chair because I fell asleep sitting up. She was. Like, oh, <laughs> like, whoa. Oh, I did do like a karate move at the end we're of it. We're good. Like, but I'm I did. Not even doing and that anything. was at like 9.30, though. And, and I had worked from yeah. 7 to 6. You yeah. know, so you, I should but, have been tired. Right. Then. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. moments that you should be tired yeah. versus moments where you're like, this shouldn't be happening right, right now. That, that's going to be the difference. That's my update for the stem cell therapy uh, with Dr. Bly. And I just want to give Dr. Bly's information out there in case you had considered doing stem cell therapy. We, of course, have worked with Dr. Bly for a number of years. He does hormone replacement therapy. John's done the NAD therapy. We go in for glutathione injections. He's our primary care physician. He does concierge medicine. Uh, Dr. Bly's office has kept us in business, basically. I mean, John's gone to him for the past five years. I've gone to him for over 10 years. He's instrumental in dealing with my autoimmune disease as well as my thyroid issue. It's Dr. Richard Bly. It's www.drblyblighmd.com, and it's 3 1536 Last thing I want to say in reference to eyes is I just realized I've been mean mugging you guys like this. I'm blind in my left eye now and I'm trying to read the screen. So I promise I'm not actually mad at you. I've just realized a second ago, that's why I started laughing, that I'm going to try to read that and I still can't read it. Well, for more information oh, on a free personal fitness assessment with any of our integrity trainers at our O'Fallon or Clayton location, you can call us at 636-299-2208. Or for more information on a five month nutrition program with myself, where we tell you exactly what to eat, where to buy it from, how to prepare it, what to order when you eat out, Anything you need to know about when you travel, any vitamins and minerals you should be taking and what you should be drinking, you can take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com. Listen, guys, keep fighting the good fight, keep pressing on, and don't grow weary and don't grow weary in doing good. That's my message to you. When battle fatigue starts to come, grow your support system, get some support, get some help, get some people to get out there and just stick in this with you and get some staying power. Don't get relaxed until the mission is complete. And the mission of yeah, the mission of good health is truly never complete. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. God bless you.